Just recently while scrolling through Facebook, minding my own business by the way, I came across this post in one of the Christian groups that I'm in. It linked to an article talking about how six Dr. Seuss books would no longer be published. The original poster mentions that once it becomes the norm to start banning or canceling books, the Bible will surely be on the chopping block next. Needless to say, I was triggered. Grace and peace to you. I'm Vaughn Sanders, lead teaching pastor in Bolingbrook, Illinois. And this is the Work It Out podcast where I answer everyday questions from a biblical perspective so that you can be strong and courageous in living out your faith. In today's episode, I'm going to address the cancel culture as it specifically pertains to Dr. Seuss. First, let's be clear. Uh, the company, Dr. Seuss Enterprises, that's responsible for the Seuss estate, made this decision sometime last year to discontinue six of the books in question because they contain inappropriate and insensitive depictions of certain people groups. They say they came to this conclusion voluntarily and not from any pressure to do so. To me, this is a calculated business decision. I don't know what the sales of these books were, but given the current social and political climate, I'm sure they considered that these books wouldn't be flying off the shelves. You have to consider how many books are currently in, in circulation today. Then the company merely made a business decision and they decided not to produce these books any further. Brothers and sisters, this is not a product of cancel culture. Although I do agree that cancel culture is real and something that we should be very aware of. Prior to hitting it big with children's books, Dr. Seuss had a history of publishing racist and anti-Semitic work when he was a college student and also while drawing for a political cartoon column. Even in his books, he typically would draw unflattering, offensive, and stereotypical pictures of Asians and black characters. Even though this doesn't fit the definition of cancel culture per se, people who have grown up with these books and may have read them to their own children wonder why this is such a big deal all of a sudden. Well, the fact of the matter is, it isn't all of a sudden. Images like these were never allowed in my house. Whether in books or on television, I can remember feeling some type of way about it when I would see it in front of me. While watching Tom and Jerry chase each other around, inevitably you would see something would happen where one of them would get shot in the face or a bomb would explode to reveal the character in a stereotypical black face. I can still hear my mother say, Turn that mess off. I heard someone recently say something like, I've never heard of this, so it must not be a big deal. Right, because you hear everything that is ever said, right? You really have to look at how big your circle is and who's in that circle when you would say something like that. So how should we think about this as Christians? Matthew 22, 37 through 39 gives us the great commandment where it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. We should understand that we are all image bearers of God and we should treat each other with respect. So we should not support anything that dehumanizes another human being. 
these depictions that make entire people groups into false caricatures are ungodly. If you profess to be Christian and choose to fight for these particular books, or even the Looney Tune cartoons that have been vaulted due to their stereotypes, you really have to ask yourself if you're okay with perpetuating these horrible stereotypes of another image bearer. Are you displaying love for your neighbor and the fruit of the spirit by supporting these things? Now back to the Facebook post that triggered me. You know, this person claims that Dr. Seuss today will be targeted and soon they'll be coming for the Bible tomorrow. Look, we see this in China and other places in the world where Christ followers are truly being oppressed and prevented from worshiping and owning a Bible. Could that happen here? Sure, absolutely. But we are far from it. To suggest otherwise is just sensationalistic and fear-mongering. But what if it is imminent? The psalmist in Psalm 119.11 says that he is hidden God's word in his heart so that he doesn't sin. This is what we should be doing ourselves. If we spend more time in God's word than arguing on the internet, this world would be a much different place. I'm not a big fan of Denzel Washington, but one of his better movies is The Book of Eli. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it. And it's over 10 years old, so it's not my fault that you haven't seen it. The movie is post-apocalyptic and Eli is charged with taking this mysterious book to a safe location. Come to find out this mysterious book is the Bible and there's no others in circulation. Uh, along the course, he gets captured and the book is taken and he's left for dead. He later gets rescued and taken to the town that Eli has been trying to get to this entire time. And Eli tells the people there he's, he's still got the book. Uh, is then shown him reciting the book, which is the Bible, He's reciting it from memory and it's being recorded for print. And you see the last uh, picture of them putting the book on the shelf. This should be our approach to God and his word, that we hide it away where no one can take it. No one can do anything about it. But more importantly, that it helps us to know God, who he is, and helps us to follow him day to day. So let me know in the comments what you think about this. Am I overreacting or not reacting enough? In the meantime, I hope you enjoy your green eggs and ham. And also, I hope that you will be strong and courageous in living out your faith today.